Welcome back to Nothing About This Is Logical, the podcast where I talk about whatever I want. Before we get into this week's episode, I'm going to give you a chance to go ahead and follow the podcast on Instagram at Nothing About This Is Logical and follow me on Instagram at Stella.Depremio. Let's get into this week's episode. This week's podcast episode will be about gifted students, gifted programs, all that good stuff. Okay, so first thing, what does it mean to be gifted? By definition, people who are gifted have above average intelligence and or superior talent for something, such as math or English. Most public school programs for the gifted select children who have superior intellectual skills and academic aptitude. So basically, being gifted means you're smarter than everyone else. You're better than everyone else. (laughs) And I am not, like, I'm not considered a gifted student at all, but um, I vividly remember the day where the, like, people who, like, were like deemed to be gifted went and like did the little gifted test and then they like came back to the classroom and they were like oh my gosh it's so hard whatever and i i felt so bad so bad that i wasn't picked to do this gifted test and it was it was stupid i think i was in maybe third grade i think i don't know and third grade me felt so bad that I wasn't picked by my teacher literally just to go take a test. I don't think anybody that year actually like got through to like the gifted program or whatever was actually like considered to be gifted. But I went home that night and cried and got so upset that I wasn't picked to take this gifted test. And my mom ended up calling my teacher and my teacher apparently was like that test's like stupid you like i could have sent her to do that test but like that test doesn't really matter and but then see i didn't take it as that test doesn't really matter um i then took it as my responsibility to work as hard as i possibly could forever and then i ended up leaving 6th grade with the best overall award and I still hold myself to that this to this day I'm like haha I won the best overall award in sixth grade beat that um so yeah that's 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 my little story about how the gifted test made me feel really bad but let's get into the problems with this system um first problem The gifted program and, like, test only focuses on being gifted in academics. So, for example, if you could sing really well or dance really well or I'm trying to think of other art, draw really well, that doesn't matter to this gifted test. And I mean, like, you're probably like, okay, well, yeah, it's a school. Why would that matter? But also that makes people, like, who are talented in other ways feel really, really bad. Um, or if you're really, really good in just writing, but not in math, then, like, you wouldn't be considered 100% gifted. You'd only be considered in writing and therefore couldn't be able to go to, like, the gifted program. 
as far as I believe. I don't know how it works in other places, but that's what I think. Um, second problem. Most gifted tests just measure IQ and like it's like a modified IQ test for kids because again you're being tested for this when you're like in third grade. Um, and I feel like the gifted test is a lot like EQAO which is um, a test that where I am. You take that in grade three, grade six, and grade nine, and then you have a literacy test in grade 10, which that's a requirement for like graduation. Um, and same with like EQAO, if you're like above a certain level, they're like, oh wow, you've like, you're amazing. And I'm like, so there's like four levels three level three is like the average and then level four is like above average and so in order to be gifted you have to be above average in everything um and that's not really fair so and back to like the fact that it's an iq test iq only measures basic math reasoning and basic verbal skills again it doesn't measure everything um i don't think anything can really measure everything but yeah. Third problem. Being gifted is only determined by a test. There's no other way to determine being gifted. So let's say you're a really bad test taker like me. Um, if you, Even if you went to take the gifted test, that test would, and you like failed that test, that test would only measure what the test can measure. It wouldn't measure you the way that you are in a classroom or the way that you maybe present your ideas or the way that you maybe do other things. It's only one test and I'm assuming you can get it like maybe grade three, grade four, grade five, whatever. Um, but if you, if you're just a really bad test taker, then you're obviously not going to get into the gifted program, which I feel like is kind of stupid. But I feel like this whole system is kind of stupid. I feel like the entire school system is kind of stupid. But that's a topic for another episode. Um, you can be taken out of the gifted uh, program. And the reason I have um, a bit of a problem with this is, let's say your entire life you've been like, you base all your pride off of being gifted. You're like, your entire identity is based off of being gifted, which I don't recommend. Don't. Don't do that. <laughs> um, after that, and you sort of just not like catch up, but almost like slow down to the pace of a normal class taker, then I would imagine that probably doesn't make you feel very good because you're like, oh, I used to be better than everyone. Why am I just average again? And that's another problem. G the gifted program makes people feel better than everyone. And I try and like, I'm saying that with like a little bit of hesitation only because not everyone who is in the gifted program thinks that they're better than everyone. I know that. But um, it sort of like infers like, oh, you're in the gifted program. So you have to sort of stay here. You have to remain 
better than everyone else because being gifted means that you're better than everyone else. You're more gifted, you're more advanced, whatever, than everybody else. And that's, so being gifted is also determined just on what being average is. And as long as you're highly above average, then you're considered gifted. Um, and my sixth problem is it creates a stigma around, um, arts and that bring, that can bring problems later. I know a lot of the time, um, certain parents are like, if like their child says, oh, I want to go and become an artist and their parents will be like, what are you going to do? You're going to just like throw away your entire education. And I wouldn't be surprised if tests like this and programs like this um, add to that stigma or have even created that stigma. Um, yeah. Now, once you've been placed in the gifted program, you've taken the test, you've been deemed smart, you've been deemed better than everyone else in your grade, how I believe it works is you get put into a separate group of students in which all the, like, gifted kids are in that group. And that group is typically quite small, which means more one-on-one -on -one attention, more individualized programs, um, and just, like, who wouldn't want that for their kid, um, and that obvious, like, that obviously seems nice, like, everyone wants, like, smaller class sizes, because then again, you get more attention, or everyone wants, like, better, more individualized work programs, and all that stuff for their kid, because everybody wants the best for their kid, or parents want the best for their kid, or at least I'd hope parents want the best for their kid, but, um, then that also leads to parents getting upset with their children for not getting into the gifted program. And I'm not saying all parents do this. I'm not like saying this at all. Um, but it can lead to parents almost like bribing the teacher, which I wouldn't be surprised, which I feel like is something that you'd see out of the movies. But I wouldn't be surprised if it sort of like starts some like beef between certain teachers and certain parents or students and other students and it just creates a lot of separation and obviously it can it I'm sure good things do come out of it but it just seems like a lot more bad can come out of this than good um and that also creates a lot of problems for the individual individual students I'm having a lot of problems saying the word individual today I don't know why um which I've, I've written these down, but the first problem I think that it could cause in, like, students who are placed in the gifted program is, the first thing is bad study habits, because most gifted students fly through the beginning of their student sco schooling, and they never really develop good study skills when they may need to use them. So, if you start out being a super great student, you never have to study for any test. You never have to like work really hard. Eventually, you'll get to a point where you're no longer flying through each and every test that you take. You're 
there's going to be a point where you have to actually start to work harder. And if you're not used to having to do that, that can make you feel really, really bad. And that can bring a lot of stress because now you don't know how to prepare for a test properly or study properly because you never, you've never had to do it before. Um, and that can be really problematic. So my second problem or the second problem that I think it may like this gifted program may bring to gifted students is perfectionism. And by perfectionism, I mean perfectionism to the point where it's toxic. Perfectionism to the point where you have to be in control of everything, where every little bit of your time has to be planned out perfectly. And if you're late one minute, the world has ended. If you miss like a question on a test, everything goes wrong. Like stuff like that, where it's because your entire identity has been um, based on good grades and based on being smart, once you consider yourself smart, as soon as you sort of drift off and you're just average again and you're just, and you like even get a couple questions wrong, you start to feel really, really bad. Um, And then you start to work yourself to the point of burnout, which I believe we talked about in the productivity culture and hustle culture um, episodes, so go check that one out. But um, you sort of work yourself into a state of just panic because it's like, oh my gosh, like I need to have everything perfect. I need to do um, everything right. The third problem that I believe it can affect gifted students is they become extremely competitive. And I've always considered myself a very competitive person. Again, I'm not gifted, so I'm not saying these are problems that I have, but this one is definitely something that I have. I'm extremely competitive. Um, I think one time I was in a class and the teacher was like, who considers himself a competitive person? And a couple of people raised my hand and they looked at me and they're like, you seem like you're even competitive about being competitive because you raised your hand faster and higher than anybody else. And I thought that was funny. But the reason why I think gifted students can get a bit too competitive is because you sort of you want to be better than everybody else because in order to get into that gifted program, you have to be deemed smarter and better than everybody else. So you're constantly competing against everybody else to be better than everybody else. Right. Um, yeah. Fourth problem, gifted students find shame in not asking in, um, asking questions. Gifted students find shame in asking questions. I worded it funny the first time, so I said it again. (laughs) Because as a gifted student, you're supposed to be like, oh, I know everything type thing. And when you don't know something and you have to ask a question, you might feel really bad about it. And honestly, I'm nervous about asking questions because I think somebody's going to think that I'm stupid. And 
again, I'm not gifted. I'm just saying this is another problem that I have. Um, and you could be like, so I don't know how to do long division. I only recently learned how to do long division. And that is because in sixth grade, they were like, oh, you'll learn how to do long division in middle school. In middle school, they just told me to use a calculator for long division and long division problems. And high school rolls around, still don't know how to do long division. Um, and I had to ask my teacher, and I had to tell my teacher in front of my entire class that I didn't know how to do long division. And that was very scary. Um, and now I'm talking about it on a podcast. So that's nice. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, we're scared to ask questions. Like I already said, like if students are scared to ask questions. Fifth problem. You get told from a young age that you should stay in academics. And you, you're sort of like told, oh, like you're, you'll be wasting your grades if you don't um, go into a career that's very academic. And I'm going to use an example of a story. I don't know if it really relates to this at all, but I was on my, I think this was in first or second grade. I was on the porch of my grandparents' house and we were like sitting outside ready to eat or we had just eaten, something like that. And my mom was sitting there and she was helping me with math work or she was just giving me math questions and I was answering them. And she was, she kept saying, oh my gosh, my little mathematician, my little mathematician. And there's obviously nothing wrong with that, but I'm saying now, now it's sort of like, oh, now I have to stay good in math. I have to, and I'm not saying I feel that way, but I'm saying it could make people feel that way. If they're constantly told like, oh, you're, you'd make such a good scientist. You should really go into science. And then they try science and it's not for them. And then they feel bad when they're not good at it because everyone said, like you should stay in science and you you should be like really really good um like in science um that's all for the problems that i really have with this but i like again the my main problems is my main problems are that it's only really based off of a couple of tests that you take when you're quite young um and there's a lot of competition and a lot of division that this creates. Because again, going back to the first story that I told, where I felt badly after um, not being chosen to take the gifted test, I was definitely very jealous of the people who did get to take it and who um, were chosen by the teacher and like they were deemed as like more smart than I was. I don't think any of them passed. I could be mistaken though. So if you're listening to this and you're like, I was chosen um, the same year that that happened, like, I don't know. I could be mistaken. Maybe somebody did pass. Don't know. Um, but yeah, so thank you very, very much for listening. And I think what I learned about myself is I need to be more comfortable asking questions because if I can talk about not knowing how to do long division on a podcast to like an audience, maybe like 10, 15 people, then I can do it in front of my class of eight people. <laughs> so goodbye. 
I hope you enjoyed this week's podcast episode. You can send me a voice message. The link should be in the description. And I hope you have a great rest of your month, day, and year. And feel free to share this podcast with your family, friends, and you should hear from me next week.